Welcome to another episode of the Matthew Freeman Show. This is a show that I put on, you know, out of passion. Um, I like to share the things that I'm learning in life and uh, offer perspective and kind of offer my viewpoints on things that we go through. Everyone goes through these different ebbs and flows in life, these trials and tribulations. And uh, one of my favorite verses, James chapter 1, verse 2. Consider it pure joy, these trials and tribulations that we face. When you think about that, how do we encounter life, deal with the things it throws at us, and still be full of joy, working our way towards moments of happiness? That has kind of been my lifelong journey, trying to figure out some of these things. Sometimes there's nothing to figure out. Sometimes it just requires a little bit of talking through. So that's what we do here on the Matthew Freeman Show. Thank you for joining us today. If you uh, like an episode in particular, if you screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me and let others know about it, I'd greatly appreciate that. If it resonates with you in some way, I'd greatly appreciate sharing. That's the only way that people find out about the show. I don't really market this much at all other than kind of showing on Instagram, hey, I got online and I chatted again. So without further ado, let's get to today's show. back to the show. So today, what I want to talk about is constant cyber attacks, parenting in the real world, uh, real world. And that's about it, except I'm going to throw a little bit of online dating drama into the mix. Just a few things that have been going on. So I thought I'd just jump on here and shout about it a little bit. Let's start with the constant cyber attacks. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something I'm doing, but I feel like I fall in between the generation that doesn't use technology at all, um, resists it at all costs, uh, now using it as like Facebook connection only. That would be like my grandma and my mom, super amount of emoji on the text, just because they're starting to understand it. Still sending photos one at a time when you can select groups or airdrop. Um, you know, that group that logs into Facebook and utilizes Facebook but says, I don't remember where someone sent me something. And, uh, you know, that, that'd be my grandma. That'd be my mom. Love them to death. But that generation where technology, you know, still kind of it's a little bit above their head, you know? Um, or they just don't find the need to use it, which is actually really cool. And then there's the generation where everything's online, you know? Googling everything. They don't think to call someone when something breaks. They think to Google it, which is probably smart because there's probably a YouTube video that will show you exactly how to fix the thing that you're waiting on an answer and a phone call back and a phone call from a phone call and you got to go through the computer uh, technology you got to go through all the video prompts and recordings audio excuse me and finally get to maybe talk to someone to say you got to call a different number right so 
ultimately this new generation that uses technology for everything, which is why we don't remember birth dates or anything because it's all, it's all technology. Something's going to let you know when you need to do something so you don't have to actually put thought into it, which should save your mind, I guess, for a million other things. But I believe that that generation is a little overstimulated. And then there's where I land. Definitely can utilize technology to a higher level than my grandmother and mother's generation. And definitely do not have a grasp on technology like my younger generation does. I often let my kids tell me what I should do next, uh, how I could do this a little easier, how I could expedite something. And that's all fine and dandy. I don't mind stumbling my way through technology. I really don't, most of the time. And in many ways, technology has really enhanced, you know, my quality of life. Being able to, you know, schedule Instagram posts for my company so I don't have to, you know, think about it throughout the day and have them go out is is pretty amazing, you know. Um, I try to keep it, you know, as real as possible and is authentic and I'll throw in some random ones but to, to know that I'm actually getting my steady flow of marketing out there without me being at the dial all the time is really nice um, it allows me to not endlessly scroll because I get I forget what I went on there to do you know um, the software that I use and we use as a company true coach how that's allowed me to connect with my clientele and how we can service our clients with programs and videos and communication. That technology is amazing. Shoot, the microphone that I'm using right now to record this podcast from my phone. Technology is really amazing. The fact that I could order my coffee ahead, pretty darn cool. But I got to say, lately, I am getting hammered with these cyber attacks. Every day, UPS lost my package. Uh, someone logged into PayPal. Someone's trying to hack my Instagram account. I've had to change my password like three times. I don't even know the countless passwords I have, which is a which is a trouble in itself, right? Because I rely on the phone to remember them, and then you know, hey, you're logged out of your own account because of unsuccessful logins, and man, it goes on and on and on, and. It can get discouraging in the sense that like everywhere, every time I turn around working hard for a living here, some something seems to be trying to take that down. And that's technology bound. I feel like something's going to get stolen from me every single day. And as I sit here in frustration, I realize it's just a new attack. Every day we're going to be attacked. Every day, your purpose, your direction, what you're fighting for is going to be attacked. Not always directly, not always cyber. Sometimes it's a bad interaction with someone you care about. 
sometimes you just wake up feeling like the weight of the world's on your shoulders and you can't deal with it. Sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you need to work a little harder. The rain is going to come down and you're going to question whether or not you want to go hit your workout or get in that morning walk. Your meditation's going to get interrupted. And you're going to feel like it didn't have its value. The attacks are always going to occur. So the question I guess I always ask myself, are you strengthening at a rate that is faster than the attacks? Because if I continue to work on strengthening myself, my armor, fortifying my fortress, then the attacks, many of them just glance off of you. Many of them just roll off your shoulders. But if I'm staying up later, sleeping in more, not getting my meditation in, I'm distracted in all, all ways, I'm not journaling, I haven't taken a break in a while, I'm uh, letting the negative self-talk creep in, then the attacks, they just seem so powerful. And it's the same one. There's really no difference. So what are we doing to fortify our fortress? What are we doing to strengthen ourselves in such a way that the attacks just kind of parlay off the shoulder? The cyber ones are killing me, though. They really are. I'm just going to be honest. It's like every day, relentless. I, so much so that like I'm trying to sell my car and I got an offer from a dealership but I'm not sure I even believe the dealership it's like I don't there's something about the process that like concerns me which is so unlike me you know and and that's that's kind of a problem because well the goal is to sell the car so I could buy the truck of my dreams and you start kind of going, well, maybe maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe I'm just supposed to be paying off my car and, and being more financially savvy. It's something that I've been working on in a growth area. And, and then you start kind of like oscillating back and forth between two decisions. And I always tell everyone as a coach, and I got to take heed to my my own coaching, the indecision is the worst decision you could possibly make. So without getting off on a tangent, I just wanted to talk about cyber attacks. They seem to be all over the place. If you're getting attacked too, just remember that this is normal to our everyday life and that fortifying your fortress is essential. Daily strengthening. And we'll talk about that on different episodes of how you can what you can do and things you can do to, to strengthen on the daily. Get a little shot of caffeine here before I go into topic two. All right. Topic two. Parenting. Parenting can be, uh, man, it can be so rewarding. And it can be a challenge. And I, I would say that one of the 
the toughest parts of parenting sometimes is when you can't you can't protect the child from going through whatever it is they need to go through so let me just give you some context this week my son was approached by his football coach and his football coach basically said the following that Eli is a coach's dream he's a hard worker he's the smartest person persons on the field one of the smartest players on the field he knows the game inside and out offense defense he's a delight to have on the football team and he is concerned that his size and for the position that he's currently playing is going to inhibit his playing time this season and that he wanted to give him the option to drop down to junior varsity and start both ways and work on his skill. Now, you can understand for a 17-year-old child who has always excelled and been on the field and done very well, the social dilemma that presents itself when you're a junior on JV especially after you've been the starting quarterback for the last two years. The player that everyone's looked up to. So now, it's presented with the social stigma that might occur, right? From choosing to drop down to JV or really realizing that he might not play that much if he stays at the varsity level and he's always played the game because it's been fun and it's tough to hear that you're the exact kind of player we want and I'm going to use and not but because it is an and separate statement we have some options for you that might might serve you better because at this point, we do, we are concerned that at your, you know, size and weight, that you could get hurt, especially for the position you play. And so, when your when your child calls you, and he's on, in conflict with the decision, and he's hurting. And you've spent your whole being trying to let him be coached by others and not wanting to tell him what to do, but to but to guide him in making his own adult decisions because that will serve him in life. But he wants your advice. He wants direction. Oh, it's so tough so tough you're juggling not telling him the answer but but also guiding and comforting and facilitating and directing in a manner that will allow him to make a decision that he can stand behind and we're not there yet 
You're not, we're not there, you know? You just want to jump in and do it for the child, but you can't. As a parent, it's our duty to equip them with the talents, skills, and confidence necessary to make these big decisions, which I did tell him. I said, hey, this is great. This is awesome. Because in life, you're going to be faced with these decisions. Do I go against the, the standard norm and allow myself to enjoy the thing that I enjoy? Or do I let a chip be dropped on my shoulder and go out there and prove that I deserve to be on that field because I know I can and not be attached to the result either way but just do what you know is right for you it's kind of a what I told him is it's a it's a win-win-lose-lose decision because you make the decision and you go play a lot or you make the decision and you go get better at the higher level competition, you're winning. But it's also a lose-lose because ultimately you're torn and ultimately if you fall in love with two ladies at the same time, like I guess unless you're like a prince in some other country, like eventually you got you got to choose one. So that was tough this week. That was heavy. We're still dealing with that. We're still parenting. I did have the opportunity to talk to the coach. Talking to the coach helped me understand the coach's position so I could support the coach. Because you got to support the coach. I've been a coach on the sideline. It sucks when the parents don't support the coach. Or at least understand what the coach is trying to do. So I made it a point to make sure I understood what he was trying to do or say or convey to my son so I could help convey that to my son so that he can move forward trusting this coach and being a... uh, being a big part of his organization. And the coach really in the end it was a del- he, he the only kid he was going to give the choice was to was to Eli so Eli could he said, "Hey, stay on varsity and I'll coach the living daylights out of you, but we're going to make these few changes and uh or go down to JV and help that program succeed cuz they need someone like you." We want to give you the choice because we know you're a smart kid and you're going to make a good decision and and we support you either way because you're a big part of this organization. So I had to convey that to Eli. And uh, I, I know it's all going to work out the, the way that it, you know, the way that it should, realistically. And that's pretty darn, that's pretty darn cool, you know. And like always, I, uh, I do these things kind of off the cuff. I actually don't write down notes because I just kind of want to talk to you guys about what's heavy on my mind. Heavy on my mind was these cyber attacks and then this 
parenting uh, dilemma that presented itself this week. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about was these dating apps. Thought we'd just vibe on that for a couple of different seconds. Uh, I was encouraged to get on these dating apps that I should go out there and explore. And I was sitting here one night, and I think I've brought this up before, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to meet a girl sitting in my home. She's not going to fall through the ceiling. So I got on and went on a few dates and ended up dating a girl for a little bit and then uh, didn't work out. Met another girl, didn't work out. Another girl, didn't work out. And that's I think that's fine and dandy, you know, going out and meeting people and, you know, trying to figure out if there's an opportunity. But I feel like it's like a, it's just like an interview process over and over again. And the danger in it is like, you know, how many interviews do you go through where you start to like wonder, am I qualified for this? Like, and I mean, nothing qualifies anyone for a relationship, but man, uh, it's crazy. I've tried to be open and vulnerable and straightforward and and you know, you get told that that wow, you're amazing, you're kind, you're compassionate, and you start to go, "Well, shoot, maybe I don't have enough dickhead." Um and then you start going, "Hey, I, w- I want to stay being me." Anyways, you can start to overthink these things is what I'm getting at. And you're you're online and you're doing the same thing when you're on the app. You're like pre-qualifying people and kind of going, no, 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 no. And I hate that because it doesn't give you the chance, the opportunity to meet half the people to have that determination. You actually have this huge like pre-screening process before you even get down to actually hanging out with somebody to see where that goes. And, And then it becomes this like, you know, kind of social addiction in some ways, like social media, where you're sitting there and you're kind of going through seeing people's highlights because, you know, who really puts up bad profile photos and everybody, man, everybody wants a kind, caring, compassionate, um, understanding man who likes to hike and do outdoors things. And, you know, uh, some people are honest and say also Netflix and chill. I I feel like there's some honesty out there. But like, you know, when you look at it, it's like even even what I guess I'm looking for. It's like, man, like the qualification bar is really set pretty high to just even see if two people like each other and would want to hang out again. And so while I think that they're a, a great tool, I think maybe I'm in that in in, be, in between again. Um, or maybe I'm just not at the point in my life that it makes sense, you know? Maybe I have some more parenting to do and then I'll worry about dating because, you know, a lot of people out there have younger kids, I have older kids, then some are past the kid phase. I'm kind of like at that tail end, I guess, that I have some more parenting to do before I have total free time. 
And I'm not necessarily like super eager to meet someone that has a lot to more parenting time because I want to get out there and travel. And uh, it's pretty interesting. And then when you got two people that parent that maybe split custody, which is probably the case, oftentimes getting something scheduled is almost impossible because you start to find we got kids opposite weekends. You try to do something during the week. You're up later than normal. Your ritual is knocked off. So this dating stuff is, is, man, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I deleted both of the apps last night. That's how I felt about it. Just tired of pre-qualification and pre-judgment before two people even have a conversation. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. All that to say that the week's been heavy. Cyber attacks, parenting, and dating weighing in on me, you know? And so what do I do? I go inward a lot of times on that one. And you might want to go inward too. And then you might kind of get into a little bit of a funk, but I'm here to tell you, like, we can't do that. We can't do that. The world still needs us. The world's... The world still needs what we bring to the world and each one of us uniquely brings some gift to the world that can't be hidden. With the rain outside right now, man, that's like another attack because I'm a, I'm a sunny guy guy, you know? Sunny day guy. Uh, my house is so dark that I could just literally hibernate. But you can't do that. You have to stand up and you have to let your gift be seen by the world. So whatever it is that is your gift, because you have one, whatever that is, I just want to be here to tell you that you need to go show it to the world. We thank you for being part of this world. Give your gift back, because we need it. We need a community of people right now using their gifts to rise above the ebbs and flows and the trials and tribulations that are placed upon our shoulders on a daily basis. Much love to everybody that listened today, and we'll talk to you soon.